There was once in a small town in Europe a poor a yid who was a poor woodcutter. His name was Chaim. He didn't have much money, but everyone respected him. He was very honest. He went to the woods, like almost every day. He would chop down woods and, and branches. He would put them in his barrel, bring it back into town, and sell to people who needed. The most business he had was in the winter. Because in the winter, it's cold. People need to warm up. They may need to make a fire in the fireplace. And to make fire, you need wood. So he would make his most business in the winter and save up his money. One winter, he didn't get to make any money because it was not only very cold, there was a huge, huge snowstorm and he wasn't able to get to the forest. He had a wheelbarrow and in the winter, he had what's called a sled, kind of like a wagon, but on the bottom he put these big like metal pieces to help slide over the snow. But his horses and his sled wasn't big enough to go through this thick, big, heavy snow. He couldn't get there. So he stuck home. And if he's stuck home, it's not only maybe it's not fun, it's a big problem. Because if he doesn't make money, how's he going to get food? Yingelach, if you don't have money, you, you're not such a big deal. Maybe you can't buy some toys, maybe you can't buy a, a safer you want, but food your parents will give you. But what if the taffy doesn't have food, doesn't have money? Then he's in trouble. So his wife, the mommy, was bothering her husband and she's all upset. Says, uh, Chaim, don't you know, because you're not going to get the wood and sell it, the other goyim who have these huge sleds and strong horses are getting a lot of business now and they're selling to everyone, making all the money? So Chaim said, but what can I do? I, I, I don't have any big horses and big sled. What can I do? But what's going to be with Pesach? His wife told him. We don't have money for matzah, not for wine, not for fish, not for meat. What are you going to do? Pesach's coming, and you have no money now. Uh, you know, Hashem is going to help us like always. And Chaim continued saying to him, he wasn't so smart that he could open up and learn all the Gemaras, but he loved to say to him. So the mommy was still upset, but you know, you're saying Hashem's going to help us, but right now there's, there's no money, we barely have any food. She, her mommy was bothering him, and in the middle he gave out a big krech, a big sigh. Oy. Chaim, just by sighing and krechling, it's not going to make matzahs and wine, not potatoes, just by saying, ugh, don't you, why don't you go to the Rav? Other yidin who are poor, they go to the Rav, and the Rav gives them tzedakah for Pesach, called Moos Chitim. Why don't you go? Ugh, I know. Ugh. Chaim felt very bad, because usually... He would give truck every year to Moos Chitim. And now, not only couldn't give, but I should go ask for Moos Chitim myself. Uh, well, um, well, my husband, Chaim, what do you say? Why do you go to the Rav? Uh, I don't want to take Tzedakah. What? You don't want to take Tzedakah? So what do you tell a Kindlach? Kindlach was no fool because Tati didn't want to take money. They'd be hungry. What? So, really... If someone's really poor and they really need to take tzedakah, they're supposed to. If they don't need and they're able to survive without tzedakah and they just have less, then it's considered like a good thing. But maybe in this case, for most people, they should have taken tzedakah. But we'll hear in the story, Chaim had a special, something special happened to him. But we'll, we'll see what happens. So Chaim said, um, is there anything in our house we can sell 
with money we can sell it, and then with money buy food. So his wife bursts out laughing, like a sad laugh. Huh, you think of selling with money in our house? Really? Go look. You know what happened to everything we had with money? You know what happened to my jewelry? You know what happened to our nice blankets? Our nice pillows? All those nice things we had, we had to sell for food. We have no money left. And she ended up laughing. First she was laughing, and then, and then she started crying. We have nothing left. No food, nothing. So Chaim felt so bad. He has no food. His wife's crying. He was saying Tillim. Kept on saying his Tillim. His wife stopped crying and said, Hey Chaim, listen. I have an idea. I have a good idea. There is something we have that's worth a lot of money. We can sell it and we can buy food. We have Elior Navi's silver cup. What? Elior Navi's cup? What kind of Sadie are we going to have if Elior Navi comes we don't have his cup for him? His wife said, listen, Elior Navi understands. He'll come anyways. But uh, we need the money. We need food. Brena, his wife's name was. I can't do it. Elior Navi's going to come and not have his cup here? We'll find another way. So Chaim's thinking, oh, I have a good idea. Our goat. We have a goat in the backyard. We can sell it and have money for food. What? Our goat? Chaim, you, what are you thinking? Sell our goat? That's the only food we have left. We get milk from the goat. We're not going to have milk for our kinderach? We'll sell the cup instead. No, Chaim, not the cup. Uh, so basically, they didn't sell anything. Not the cup, not the goat, and they have no money. The night before Pesach is Bidigas Chametz and he's looking around. Is there any Chametz in my house? Well, like barely anything, any Chametz anywhere. And he comes to the Rav to sell his Chametz. So the Rav asks him, so what do you want to sell? Do you have flour? No. Do you have any cereal in your house? No. Any other food? Actually, no. Any bread in your house? No. Do you have any Chametz pots and pans? I have a few actually, yeah. Okay. So the Rav wrote up the shtar, the paper, then he sells his chametz, sells his pots and pans, whatever else he has. And Chaim just stood there, like, he wanted to ask a question. The Rav said, Chaim, something else you want to ask? Yeah, Rav, um, I'm wondering, I had a little question. Uh, can I use four cups of milk instead of four cups of wine? Are you allowed to? Sarov looks at Chaim and he strokes his beard. And he realizes Chaim is so poor, he doesn't have wine. He has one goat, he wants to use that milk for the four cups. Saying if he doesn't have wine, he probably, maybe he doesn't have matzah or meat or anything else. Why didn't Chaim tell me? I would have given him money for Tzedakah. Okay, he's too embarrassed to ask for Tzedakah. Sarov, this one, almost like a little bit like a trick. Listen to this. He opened his drawer, he took out a bag of money and said, You know, Chaim, that's a very good question. He said, It'd take me a while to open my Svarin, to think, to learn, but I'm very busy now before Pesach. You know, for now, take this bag of coins. It's sitting here doing nothing. It's just wasting around here. Take this bag of coins and you can go buy whatever you need, you know, and um, I'm sure you'll pay me back sometime. I'll think about the question and think about it later. For now, just take these coins. Have a good yom tif. Sahih. He said, oh, I need to think about it. Here, take these coins for now. Why did he do that? He realized Chaim has no money. So Chaim said, oh, thank you so much, Rav. He got the bag of coins and he ran to the matzah bakery. You have matzahs left? I need to buy some matzahs now. He didn't buy matzahs yet.
And then he bought wine and the things he need. He ran home and told his wife, Good Yamtiv, look what I have. She said, Yamtiv, Chaim, you forgot. Yamtiv is tomorrow night, not tonight. No, for me, I feel like it's Yamtiv, look what I have. And he showed her all the food. She's looking, Where did that come from? How did you get that? I, I told you, believe in Hashem, we'll get it. And she, he said, What happened by the Rav? I asked him a Shaida, and he said, Here, take this bag of coins. I don't need it. You'll pay me later. So they were able to buy all the food they had, and they had a very, very, very happy yomtov, like they never had before. Came during the Seder, they had a very nice Seder, and came by the end, a very, very special part, when you open the door for Leon Navi, which is a very, very special part. They went with a candle to open the door, and he saw someone standing there. He saw an old youth standing there. He said, uh, hello, uh, come inside. And Chaim, hey, I recognize him somewhere. I thought he saw him in Shul. I asked him if he wants to come to my house. He said he has some already. So he came inside the house. He sat down by the table. And the stranger started looking at the cup and said, Wow, what a wonderful cup you have. It's so shining. You know? I want to give you a bracha. Your mazel should shine like this beautiful cup. They spoke for another few minutes. And then he, he left. Okay. The next day... He went to Shul, and he was looking for this stranger again. Maybe I can invite him back to my house. And he didn't see him. Did you see the stranger? What stranger are you talking about? Who are you talking about? I didn't see anybody. He went to the Rav, and asked the Rav, Did you see the stranger last night? And the Rav smiled and said, Yes, I saw him. In fact, he comes every Pesach to everyone's house, but not everyone sees him. If you saw him, it must be of a special schus. Okay? So it must be, he realized he saw the Navi. After Pesach, it got warm, and the snow went away. He went back to the forest, again chopped the wood. And he had his wheelbarrow, where he was rolling with all the wood. On the way back, the ground was all soft, because it was wet for so long. And his wheels got stuck in the ground. He was trying to pull it out, pull it out, and he couldn't get it out. Pull, pull. So he said, you know what, I need to take off some of the wood to make it lighter. He was taking off the wood, and all of a sudden, one of the wheels fell off. And he looked down on the ground. He saw something shining. He found a golden coin. Then he started digging where that coin was, and he found a whole bag of shining gold coins. And from then on, he wasn't any more poor Chaim, but he was rich Chaim, because he had all these shining coins like his shining cup.